Hello and welcome to the Top of the Week podcast, a division of the College Heights Herald and Revolution 91.7. I'm Laurel Deppin. And I'm Rebecca Alvey. This week's top stories include Cape Recommendations, the Provost's Resignation, and Sexual Assault Prevention Month. So last week was an explosive week, to say the least. For sure. Yeah. Um, And I think it's best that we give you all a brief rundown of what happened in between our podcast last Wednesday and our podcast today. So essentially, on Thursday, the um, University Senate called a special meeting to discuss. Mm -hmm. Well, they were just uh, they said that they were discussing um, confidence in the current administration administrative leadership. Um, This ended in a vote of no confidence in uh, former provost Terry Ballman's leadership. And the following morning, the provost announced her resignation via email to faculty and staff. Now, Cheryl Stevens, who was the um, former uh, dean of Ogden College, is the acting provost. And Larry Snyder, actually had an interview with the Herald and discussed um, sort of his position now. So check that out. (laughs) Yeah, WKUHerald.com. The final recommendations in the comprehensive academic program evaluation were sent to the Board of Regents for approval. The board will be voting on the recommendations in the next Academic Affairs Committee meeting on Friday. In the report, the committee has identified 209 programs to maintain as they currently are, 55 programs to transform, 15 programs to grow, and 101 programs to suspend. Of those 101 programs, recommend <clears throat> of those 101 programs recommended for suspension, 42 have no enrollment. Initially, the recommendations were supposed to go through the provost. However, following Ballman's resignation, this step was bypassed. April is Sexual Assault Prevention Month, more commonly known as SAPM. Recently, I had the opportunity to talk about the topic with Tori Henninger, the executive director of the Barren River Area Safe Space. Henninger and I discussed the common misconceptions of sexual assault. Yeah, I think especially when it comes to sexual assault, how many times people inadvertently victim blame in a situation saying, well, uh, because, you know, overwhelmingly sexual assault occurs against women. Um, that's not to say that there aren't male sexual assault survivors because there absolutely are, but the majority of, of victims in sexual assault are women. And so it turns into, well, they shouldn't have gone to that party and they shouldn't have worn that short skirt and they shouldn't have taken that extra drink when, again, the conversation should not be focused on what the victim did or didn't do, but instead what the perpetrator did, um, it's not about what they could have done to avoid it, but we should be we should be having a conversation as a culture to say it's not okay to abuse. And why did they abuse? Why did they decide that a um, person who was not in their own, you know, fully capable of their own faculties, uh, that was the time to try to approach them sexually? You know, it, it's it's not about what a person wore. It's not about how a person acts. Um, it's about consent. And um, if a person doesn't give consent, then it's not okay. Henninger says consent is simple, but we as a society make it more complicated. It does appear time and time again that the victim is judged more harshly than the perpetrator, specifically an intimate partner violence crime. Um, You know, you don't judge a victim of crime if they're robbed in the middle of the, you know, sunny day walking down the street. 
um, but you would still judge the victim of a sexual assault in the same scenario. Um, and so I think being able to have more community-wide conversations and, and being able to, to let people more openly express themselves about what happened to them and, and make sure that people know that it wasn't their fault, that it's not okay, that people do believe them. And, and I think that that's probably the hardest part is making sure that people know that if, if a person is sexually assaulted, you as an individual are a person that they could go to and would believe them. WKU has multiple events for sexual assault prevention in the coming month. This has been the Top of the Week podcast, a division of the College Heights Herald and Revolution 91.7. Until next Wednesday, have a great week.